All right, I had to call these two. Okay, come on, Brendan, pick up. Pick up. Hello. Oh, hey, Brendan. It's uh, Nathan. I'm just guy. And Ryan. We're not here to take your call right now because we're collecting seashells. And we love each other very much. Yay! Yay. Don't leave a message. Okay, Brendan. Uh, it's, it's Nathan, um, calling you guys, uh, we're supposed to be doing the podcast, you're not, not supposed to be at home, or you are supposed to be at home, you're not supposed to be out collecting shells, and being super in love, apparently, look, we need to record this podcast, because I need to get my notes, and the thoughts, and the memories of this movie, out of my mind, if they are not out of my mind, I am probably gonna go insane, I will drive to Fredericton, and beat you both to death with a film reel, Nope, just... Okay, nope, nope. Calming down. I'm coming down. Calming down. Look. Do not want to have watched this movie in vain. Just call me back. I hope you both get chlamydia. Bye. (laughs) And that... That... Was in the style of today's movie. Uh, it made about as much sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really. Well, that's it really did. and uh, that's almost a reenactment of one of the scenes, oh. except for the ranty at the end. That was that was all that was all spav. And the chlamydia, I don't know about that. Well, maybe not as much chlamydia <laughs> in this movie. Yeah, I felt I felt there should be more. I felt it was the celluloid equivalent of chlamydia. Actually, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I think that's a compliment. Like, compared to the, it's the only way, it's the only the only anybody clapped for this movie. Oh. <laughs> See what I did there? Because chlamydia is the clap. Um, <laughs> so where's that gonorrhea? I just want to say, uh, what were they thinking? To, Bye, thanks. To everyone, to everyone who's listening to us for the first time, uh, be via iTunes. Uh, welcome. Yes, uh, I am Brendan. And I'm Nathan. And we talk about shitty movies or movies that are shitty yet still enjoyable. And we basically... This is more of the former than the latter. I don't know what you're talking about (laughs) because I watched this five times. Oh my god, Brendan. You're never getting that time back. Like never, ever getting that time back, ever. (laughs) You know what? I'm okay with that. Oof. We have a guest this week. Yes, indeed we do. Mariah, welcome to the show once again. Thank you. I think the last time I was on was when we were doing the Christmas episode. Uh, one of them. Ernest, Ernest yes. Ernest Christmas. And I would have watched that movie five times you uh, over this movie. Foolish. I know how like, everybody has, like, you guys have, like, certain guests that are, like, you know, themed guests. What am I? The Ernest and Gay guest? What? <laughs> yes, you're only ever on when we have... Uh, you Christmas know, Christmas and uh, gay movies. Christmas and gay movies, yeah. <laughs> oh wait, in the okay, never mind. That's a, I was gonna say in this movie. I know we're gonna go right into it. But oh, we're gonna say the. They never say like gay. They say homosexual. Oh, they do say gay. Oh, what well, they they say no. They say the word gay in this movie when they read like verbatim out of a newspaper. That's when you hear the word gay. <laughs> Gays. <laughs> Which you would probably never see written like that. Um, but, and that's the the thing, uh, uh, the big thing uh, for me a lot of the time with this movie was that 
it, it struck me as the, um, the 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 people who made it uh, really wanted to make a, a statement about where uh, gay rights, uh, more specifically uh, the right to get married, were at in the United States at the time. They wanted to break down some uh, stereotype barriers. The only problem is is that they kept some of the stereotypes and then decided to use nothing but stereotypes for people who weren't gay. <laughs> yeah, and when you say people, let's just make sure we specify really person. <laughs> well, no, there was didn't he, he had a friend. So there because there were oh no, there were three. There were three people who were supposedly straight in this movie. Yeah. Okay. The characters were well, anyways. Let's just—I just want to say right now that th- before we get, because we, we really should start unpacking this movie. But before we do, um, the the gentleman who plays uh, the the arguably the straightest character in the movie, um, the uh, Christian fundamentalist brother, he oh my god, is actually a gay porn actor. Yeah, and he is easily, and I don't want to say, I don't want to sound. Like, I'm stereotyping here, but he is easily the gayest person in the movie. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I just mean that it's really kind of super obvious. I think he gets gayer as the movie progresses. I actually have that as a note. And I just... uh, Okay. And and again, again, we need to dive into this. But I just need to tell... I just need to say the moment I knew that this was going to be good was... You obviously... You watched it. I watched this, obviously, with Mariah here. Um, and you watched it with Patty, with your wife. Yes. And yeah. the no- moment I knew it was gonna, it was a good choice was when she actually messaged me and said, "Thank you for this movie." <laughs> <laughs> I said yes. Oh, uh, we. I. I'm not gonna lie. We did have a blast watching it, only because I was. We were so busy laughing and holding our sides at the ineptitude of this movie that unfortunately any message that may have been present in the movie absolutely lost (laughs) well um let's just uh let's just dive in i guess because we open with Credits. Titles by the lava oh, lamp. Okay, but, but, that's what it was. Okay, I was just like, "What the hell is that?" Yeah, I thought it was like a close-up of like blurry ultrasounds put through like a crazy mirror. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, it it either way, it looked like yeah. It, it to me, it looked like lava lamps, but I mean, it really could be like anything. Any sort of like uh, yeah, like therapist. Yeah. The the director. Rorschach test, yes, a Rorschach test, and really, this whole movie is is a Rorschach test because a lot of times you really just see what you perceive, uh, and, and that's there's no right or wrong answer when it comes to what you take away from this movie. Well, well, I mean, having watched the film five times, there are so many different layers to this film. Five times, five bloody times, really, Brendan? Three times. That's a, that was enough for me. Good. <laughs> I got I got I got through it once, took as many notes as I could, laughed as hard as I could, and it has now been relegated to the realm of obscure, forgotten YouTube movies. Yeah, sure, yeah. when I was watching, because we were watching the, the film because uh, we were taking notes, we had to restart the, the film like halfway through because I lost all my notes. So I was like, oh, shit, I have to go through this again. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I do mine on paper. And I was like... Yeah, that's a good idea. And I was like, oh, darn, we have to start it again. Yeah. 
So hey, meanwhile, Sam Marovich, Marovich, however the hell you say his name, I'm gonna say Marovich because whatever. He is. Uh, he had a little bit to do with the film. A little bit, <laughs> he yeah. Is the director, the writer, yep. the producer, uh-huh. the cinematographer. Yep. Right. Uh, the uh, he did the music. He did the music mm-hmm. editing. He did. He did the okay. regular editing. I'm, right. I'm, I'm pretty sure he probably did catering. <laughs> He's also the star. <laughs> and he wrote himself to be this awful character. So let's talk about... So, so, so it's nine things that he did in this oh movie. Yeah. He's all over the credits. He's, he's, he's a non-topple threat. <laughs> a threat to your sanity. Well, yeah. He's a threat, yes, for sure. So we start off <laughs> with this uh, loving gay couple, Ben and Arthur, played by two actors who seemingly... It looks like they met like two hours before they started shooting. Yeah, and it's funny that you mentioned that the um, uh, the the brother later on is a, like a legit gay porn actor because the my first impression of this movie was uh, this was shot with porn cameras. <laughs> yeah, oh and I was re I thought that I thought that Brendan had like uh, ribbed me. Uh, hit me on some sort of swerve and was going to um, say, no, no, I'm just kidding. We're going to watch, you know, something competent this week after he suckered me into <laughs> accidentally watching gay See, porn. See, what I did is I let, I, I, I got you to let your guard down with killer clowns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, boom! Ben and Arthur. Pow, right in the kisser. Um, so we quickly <laughs> learned, so Arthur, we, we started with a riveting shot of Arthur passed out on his bed. And Ben is calling him to... Actually, Ben calls him and literally just says, Did you hear? No, I didn't hear. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't find out. Because he'd been sleeping the whole time. Yeah, the TV broke, so I came to get a nap. Um... (laughs) I think before, actually, I really should, we should say that before we get into any of this movie, because I know that it's going to come across, that this movie, we are not derogatory or looking down upon gay people or the struggle of the rights to gay marriage and stuff like that all that stuff is very very important uh they should have everyone should have the right to marry and love the person that they want to be married to and love this movie however is awful please continue thank you for that disclaimer that is important to get out there (laughs) because we will be making fun of this movie hard and it it was a weird way to say it Yes, and we are not making fun of the entire LGBT community. No. We are making fun of the people in this I movie. I think, if anything, the LGBT community should be upset about this movie. <laughs> yeah, there should be marches against this movie. For a movie made by, I'm assuming everyone in this film is gay. I'm d- I would say just about. No. I, think the, I don't think Ben like, is. I don't know. You think Ben is? Yeah, that, I was going to say, I don't know. I didn't know if Ben I, was. I He's the only one who didn't come across as stereotypical blatantly yeah. Uh, yeah out and proud yeah and i'm gonna say though but a movie made almost entirely by uh homosexuals it's almost homophobic <laughs> way. to some degree yeah. um it, it's it's also i found um uh i, I don't know uh, not to uh, not to use a pun because i'm not very homogenous uh it's if it, it, any sort of outside of our viewpoint and it's it's all them versus us mm. i found because there's no if this movie uh was to be made 
so that it, it was to promote, you know, tolerance and acceptance, there would have been some turning point for the people who are working against Ben and Arthur in this movie. And spoiler alert, there's not. <laughs> um, yeah, and like, I don't want to upset the people like homogenous or heterogeneous. We're all here. You know, we're all here for you both, <laughs> you both sides of the aisle. All right, so let us let us continue. Uh, yes, uh, Arthur is woken up. Did did you hear? No, the TV broke, but I went and got an app. Let's just read the script. <laughs> just be. That's not. That would be the. We're not doing a dramatic reenactment episode. of Ben and Arthur. Uh, yeah. So I want to. <laughs> this is a very minor point, but Ben basically tells him to listen to the radio, which he does with amazing uh, sound effects and timing. Precision. Oh. The- the ADR is fantastic. Because I'm pretty sure movie. he's still pressing buttons after the radio turns on. Didn't it like play before he started pressing buttons? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah he's pressing. He's yeah. pressing them and, and like the radio's already playing. Like wow, yes, technology it... back then. Woo! <laughs> did you did you catch the name of the um uh, of the judge uh, yes, I... who passed the yes, law? Yes, I did. What? Oh, who was it? Kevin James. Did you not think that that was a subtle nod to Chuck and Larry? No, no because this movie came out a few years before that. Damn yeah. it! I my, well, my theory. Although, what if the theory was Kevin James watched this movie? <laughs> it was oh like, it was like well, I can do it better <laughs> with Adam Sandler about firemen. <laughs> I'm I'm really sorry to quash that theory because I do like that theory. Maybe Sam Marovich had a time machine. I also feel that the um, the plight of gay marriage was treated better in that movie than it was in this movie. Less stereotypes in Chuck and Larry than Ben and Arthur. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah. So basically they find out via the radio that gay marriage is now legal in Hawaii. Which... So let's go to fucking Hawaii! Yeah. Get drunk in the sun! <laughs> and then so, we, get, then we get the first music cue... <laughs> Let's go. Which <laughs> Let's go. Cues up our laundry slash um par- packing junk montage. Drawer? He like put, puts the whole <laughs> junk drawer in his luggage. And did anybody notice during this like let's go scene in the background there was a tripod. Yeah, the camera tripods in the background one of the shots. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. The continuity in this film is spot on. Oh, I kept what I kept watching and looking and seeing uh, reflections of cameramen all over the place in this movie. <laughs> in, like, glasses and, you know, like, we got too close to the, the sunglasses and you could see the cameraman and the reflection. <laughs> so, herein lies the first issue. They're excited to go to Hawaii because... I Now, from what I surmise, the only reason they're excited to go to Hawaii, or the main reason, is that they can get legally married there. Right. But... We established very soon after that that they could have just gone to Vermont. Well, no, because they actually they they actually addressed that in the uh, later on with uh, lawyer lady. Um, the ceremony in uh, palm tree infested Vermont <laughs> is that it's a civil union. It's like a, a it's not the same as a marriage. Are you defending this like, fucking movie, Nathan? <laughs> no, I'm pointing out the logic. Because you just said that they... Why would they bother to wait for Hawaii so they could go to Hawaii and get married because they could get legally married there when all the long they could have gone to Vermont. Well, I know, and when they... It's not the no, same. No, I know. But I mean, when they've... But, like, 
they could have just gone to Vermont. <laughs> well, they could have gone to Vermont, and they would have gone to Vermont, and they would have had their civil union like they did, and they would have, you know, they would have had the same rights and uh, privileges as, you know, a hetero married couple at the time in the States, uh, eligible for um, benefits uh, through health insurance and stuff like that. Uh, however, it's a civil union. It's not a marriage. And while they're very similar, they're not the same because a, a marriage it has a religious sanction, I guess, to it. I don't know. There's a license and everything involved. With a civil union, uh, there's no marriage license involved. It's not it's not ex the same type of uh, official uh, with uh, the state um, than uh, a civil union, uh, than a marriage would be. Well, guys, if know. anybody's ever complained that you never learn anything on this podcast, there you go. Dude, we learn stuff all the time on this podcast. You, you can't join the army instead of going to prison. <laughs> right. right? We learned that Nick one. Fury's the worst movie uh, ever made. Nick Fury is the worst movie this ever This movie? Made. Better than Nick Fury. Um, <laughs> so... Wow. At least five times better than Nick Fury, at, at least. least. Um, okay, so let's just say... Okay, so they, they're they packing to go to Hawaii. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> the next scene we find out via the newspaper, which I'm assuming is the next day, um, that the judge <laughs> has already overruled his own ruling about gay marriage. Which, that makes no yeah. sense. Uh, uh, never mind. So, yeah. Arthur, <laughs> Ben says... Read the paper and, and, and or sorry, but yeah, Ben says read the paper and Arthur says, What is so interesting about today's paper? Gives it the most boring, banal, like no emotion. Reading. I thought it would have been funny if he'd have give it given it to him and said, Read the paper and he opened it up and you're like, Oh, that Marmaduke <laughs> Well here's what I here's what I'm wondering too. He says, Read the paper and it takes Arthur like ten minutes to find the article. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't have it open to it. Like Ben's clearly reading it, but then he gives it to him, and it's on like page seven. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you? Re oh, I was reading it, and then I started reading sports. But like, didn't they just like the day before? They just mentioned that, uh, like, you know, it's good. Like, you can get married. Oh, in and that's the and then, time yeah, no, in this movie. Does it take like at least a day to post, like make a newspaper, and then like wouldn't how, the story like, be boom, from the, instantly? Wouldn't the story be from the previous day, like the day they said it was legal? And here, and, and the other thing of it is, if the judge is in Hawaii, okay, I know there's a, a time zones don't exist apparently in this movie. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> because. There's, there would, there would definitely be a, a, a time difference between, you know, when the judge would have, you know, rescinded his order, and it being reported and able time to go to press, unless there was an extra edition that was done, which is, I can't think of the last time, an extra edition was ever done for any newspaper extra, in this day extra. and age. Exactly, um, but they have the. Other than that, the the concept of of time and how laws are passed and, and when they go into effect and how they can be repealed and rescinded. I don't feel any research at all went into that. Nope. Absolutely zero. <laughs> because <laughs> if I could, if I could draw a parallel to, um, uh, the marijuana legalization in Denver. Okay. 
uh, in Colorado. It was it was voted on in a November election. It w- it passed the the ballot, and then it didn't become legalized until two months later, in Jan <laughs> in uh, January of the following year. Also, it went into effect. While it went into effect, appeals then started. Okay, now the law could have Not been rescinded. <laughs> Not they, not that they they were successful, but they could have been rescinded. But they would have to have gone through the appeals process, which takes time. There's, I know this is a judge versus a ballot initiative sort of thing, but there's still there still has to be a time where it goes, it it gets uh, declared as a law, gets put into effect as a law, and then possibly gets repealed as a law does not happen in a 24-hour period is what i'm getting at so, yeah, exactly. so what you're trying to say uh I, I i don't know if i can be on board with this idea nathan but what you're trying to say is that because a, it destroys the logic of this well, movie that you love so much a judge can't just decide on a whim to change his mind the next day <laughs> on a what on a whim <laughs> on a whim. a whim why are you saying it like I'm that saying what like what <laughs> Let's just steal family guidance. Yeah. Um, but yeah. what? And then that also poses a question: Why or why? Yes, thank you. Would a judge re- rescind or repeal his own decision? That never ever happened. Maybe he was drunk. <laughs> yeah, let the gays get married. I don't give a shit. What did I say? The next oh, morning, man, it guys, is. I was. Oh man, did I say that? I was so blitzed. Yeah, get this to the newspaper right away. What do you mean they already did print? Do overs, do overs. It's a do over. Uh, no take backs. <laughs> um, but if we didn't have that, then we wouldn't have this epic rant from Arthur, because oh, mm. when he finds out that um, that all of a sudden it's been reversed and they're not going to Hawaii because they have their non-refundable tickets and. So why didn't they just go to Hawaii? Know, that's what yep. You know what? Okay, you know what? You're not going to get married in Hawaii. You know, okay, that sucks. But, you know, just go to Hawaii. Still, go and enjoy the palatial paradise that is enjoy Hawaii. Enjoy Hawaii. Also, it comes into the... I'm only mentioning it because it, it, they talk about it a lot in this film. But what is their financial status? Because at some points he needs two thousand dollars, <laughs> and at some points they have enough for tickets to Hawaii on a yeah, on a, a yeah. honeymoon. on a whim. Okay, now that aside, I'd also like to apologize for my earlier misuse of the word palatial. Um, they didn't do that on a whim or a whim because they said that they had been planning it, but they. I, for some reason, they were they were waiting for this law to pass before they bought their tickets. It still begs the question: Why not just go to Hawaii? Yeah, I know. You have Dude, you've booked the time off from <laughs> especially what was that? Especially well, that's especially it. Especially if you if like you said, if they've been planning it, then they've been planning go. It. And also. If they were going to go do this, they would have booked the time off to know that it's coming up. Okay, we're booking the time off. The time is booked off from work. We've got the ticket money ready to go. Now we've got the tickets. They're non-refundable. Just go. You've got the time off. Just go. I've got a pitch for a different direction the movie could have taken at this point. 
Any? Uh, well, hear, well, hear me out with this one. So <laughs> the judge, they they end up going to Hawaii, and the rest of the movie is them trying to convince the judge to reverse again, his decision again. <laughs> that would have been brilliant. The, if they had a budget, the judge could have been like Harry Dean Stanton. <laughs> I just thought of like a a just good like stone face, yeah, a good curmudgeon yeah. <laughs> judge. And then they 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 find like his I don't know his his gay grandson or granddaughter so we can have the you know the the lesbian uh community represented as well and he changes his heart because you know she can't get married to her girlfriend and you know grandpa you're 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 hurting me why are you hurting me i thought you loved me Let's go. your honorable grandpa <laughs> and then they change his heart and you know there's a turning point for a former bigot now someone who is embracing tolerance and you know it, decent story no murders nope just and just decent storytelling about someone having a change of heart and uh seeing things differently and putting themselves in somebody else's shoes that would have been enjoyable i think we need to write the sequel absolutely (laughs) so okay so let's get let's get let's get back to this it could be angels trying to get their wings literally we're literally (laughs) at like minute four yeah, and we're at like minute twenty six of this podcast. <laughs> so, okay, so I just want to read this, uh, if you don't mind. Okay, this is ignorance and completely unfair. This country fucking sucks. It just fucking sucks. You know what? If we ever get into a war and they draft my ass, the first thing I'm going to tell them is, if I'm not good enough to get married in this country, I sure as hell ain't dying for it. <laughs> I also love his hissy fit off screen. Yeah, he's like, he's like banging, like throwing stuff. You hear like stuff smashing <laughs> in the background. I also put draft. He's easily 30. <laughs> Guess what, Arthur? You are a pudgy, balding, 30-year-old, 30-something guy who clearly has no experience on the battlefield. Don't think you're going to war. No, not at all. Um, also, I got to take... I gotta take uh, Sam Maravich to task. I looked up, I was looking him up on IMDb. Uh, this is not his only credit, by the way. Um, he what? Yeah, well, he's been in a few uh, homoerotica pictures. Oh, uh, like softcore. Yeah, but he's. I feel like he's always the the person that doesn't have any sex. So I feel like that's why he made this movie. <laughs> it's yeah. probably best for everybody involved. I think that's why he on. I honestly think that's why he made this movie because he never gets to be that guy. Aww. But. <laughs> Mariah's really sad now. Um, he don't get sick. <laughs> but well, I'm sure he gets to do it privately. I mean, it, everyone's got someone to love, right? Sure. And there's a little bit in this and film. Collect seashells with. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um. Okay. Can we talk about the ca- the? Well, obviously the camera work is atrocious. Oh my god. Throughout the whole thing. But can we talk about the editing? Where like after the after he has his fit. Uh, ben talks to him. They're clearly on opposite sides of the room, and then he says, "I have to tell you something." Boom! He's in his face. <laughs> <laughs> That's really not really a camera thing. It's more of a uh, a blocking well, thing. Well, but... yeah, but but like an editing <laughs> thing too, because first they're just yes. like they're that far. I, I don't know. Why I'm saying they're that far apart. You can all see my hands right now, right? You can you can all see where my hands are. They're, my hands are far apart, and then my, now my hands are really close together, and it just jumps. It's good you were able to uh, put that together for us all. Absolutely did that. I absolutely did that. uh, Actually, totally did that. (laughs) Good, good, good. Because here is our first big revelation, Nathan. Because Ben has a wife. 
What? <laughs> yes. For the past, <laughs> doesn't he say, okay, here's my question, because I'm pretty sure in this scene and another scene, a few other scenes, it goes from three years to five years. Like, it's interchangeable. I don't even know if it does. Yeah, well, the, the, the time changed definitely, but... The revelation itself doesn't didn't make a whole lot of sense to me because if they've been together so long in in such a committed relationship that they're gonna get married, the idea that Ben had been previously married should have come up. Absolutely. You, like, you think yeah. maybe once, or at least twice. <laughs> the very least. Guess what? Yeah. If I would. <laughs> I was married at the time of entering a relationship. Probably one of the things I'd mention. They even, like, they later in the movie. Yeah. yeah later in the party. movie, they even had, like, a coming out party. So he, well, he had yeah, to so have I, known. I can't, I can't see them as, as a couple in any sort of committed relationship, hetero or otherwise, or homo or otherwise, not having a moment where they, uh, you know, discussed their pasts. Uh, their triumphs and their failures, uh, their high points and their low points, and say, you know, it, the, one of the first things that should have come up from old Ben was, yeah, I, I was, I was in the closet so much, so badly at one that for like three years I was married. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And this is also where we get the first of many uh, long shots of Arthur's face where he's doing nothing. Oh, oh my God, he's an ugly man. <laughs> She went from <laughs> you went from being sad that he didn't have get didn't get to have sex to be he's an uggo. Well, he put Ugh. Paper she's, bag over his head. He's fine. She's come to a realization <laughs> in this podcast. But yeah, it's one of the many shots where it's just his face for a long time before he says anything mm-hmm. because his what and then smash cut to him writing in his diary. Oh my god. Dressed like Gavin from Kids in the Hall. <laughs> Some bitch named dear, Tammy. Dear Diary. When when it when the voiceover said Dear Diary, I had to pause it. I laughed for a good minute. Because that is so it's so out of nowhere. Yep. Yes. And and not only cliched, it's also something that doesn't go no, anywhere. No, no, we never go back to it. The diary... He never enters anything into the diary ever again. The diary's never used in the film. Like, I have no idea. Was that just his, like, lazy way of telling us what he was... Telling us what he was feeling? Because in the rest of the movie, the characters just blatantly say it. (laughs) Well, there's that. And I feel like they... In a, you know, a movie that could afford people... There would have been somebody that he would have had, like, a, a shoulder to cry on. Or someone to talk to someone to talk to to say um yeah uh, is that sam marovich yeah he's calling me right now he knows i'm talking oh, shit about him shit. and his terrible movie tell me uh that. like i was saying he <laughs> <laughs> put yeah, sam yeah, on the sam? line <laughs> mariah says you're a you're a fuggo <laughs> and uh <laughs> fuggo yes don't don't no sam she said it not me no. This is also. No, look, I don't care how unfortunate you look. No, I didn't. Unfortunate's not a bad word. Tell no. Sam, we got. Sam, look. Talk about his Sam, movie. Sam, I'll call you back. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna talk some more about your movie. No, no, it's fine. No, Sam, it's fine. It's fine. No, you did. Yo, you did. You did a good job. You you tried great your hardest. Okay. All right. Brendan says it's a great movie. I'll talk to you later. Okay. 
All right, bye. Holy fuck. So, Amazing. like I said, uh, in Sam's absolutely terrible movie, there would have been somebody for him to confide in, someone to, you know, say these emotions to instead of using this terrible ADR dear diary yeah, thing. Yeah, you're telling me he doesn't have, like, any fr- any friends or, like, Mildred. any gay friends? Like, I don't think they could afford more people. This Mildred. cast is already pretty big. There's even a, a point later in the movie where two characters are going into a building, they cut into the building, and the other character t- turns to the camera and was looking just beyond it and says, no, I've changed my mind, I'm going to do this alone. Meaning, the actor who played that other character who walked into the movie, into the building with him on one day, couldn't make it to the set the next oh, day. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. I definitely wrote that down as well. It was very obvious because when he's talking to him, it's clear that he's not there. <laughs> yeah. So, there okay, you go. Can I just say something here? So, like, during the di- <laughs> diary scene, that was, like, the first time we see him with glasses. I should have counted the times that he wore glasses and not worn glasses. There's so many fucking times. <laughs> but you did count something. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so I counted. I watched the movie last night. I watched it for counting two things. I counted the amount of times I said fuck or fucking, and there was 34 times. <sighs> and the best one is when they use a door. When they used a door, it was also 34 times when they used a door to open or close. I was like, why am I doing this? <laughs> we, we need some business. Just open and close the door. Open and close the door. 34. Well, that's, that's what this movie's about. It, that, well, how else do you come out of a closet? <laughs> hey. You have to open the door. Hey. Right. It's a metaphor. Oh Duh. Good filmmakers use them all oh the God, time. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Like, it's oh my god, and the continuity in this, like in the goose in this. Don't even. Like, I'm not even gonna start with the continuity. Oh my god, I am, I'm so times. excited. Thirty-four times in an eighty-five-minute movie. There's a door. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so now we go to <laughs> Evil Wife. They treated door openings the way comedy street jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rule of three, Arthur. Can you slam it three times in a row? <laughs> so uh, now we meet some bitch named Tammy. Um, this audio this, like, is waiting for her cue oh when we God. meet her. Did you not? Did you notice yes. that as well? Yeah. Yes. She's standing in the hallway. The camera rolls, and then she's like, "Oh!" <laughs> starts walking. And door scene number one. Yeah. <laughs> she walks in, and we get like Birdemic level audio quality. I was literally just gonna say that. Yeah. I was just gonna say that <laughs> because the audio wow. gets like... really shitty. <laughs> gets really shitty um as soon as they start talking it's a silence and then when they talk it's like yeah it's like <laughs> <laughs> and how long do they say that uh he has been separated from his wife oh, god i don't remember maybe two years it's a, it's it's been years it's been years we're gonna regardless of continuity it's been years any Again, anybody with any sort of semblance of common sense would be like, okay, this is clearly a thing that's happening. I need to move on, and and the divorce needs to happen. Especially considering the fact, again, that he is ready to get married to another man. She should be able to go, all right, he, he is gay. But you're talking about some bitch named Tammy. 
and right. she is not a level-headed person. But she also thinks that he's leaving her for another man. It's weird. Like she, she, she comes she in the said. room as if they had just broken up. Yeah, and that was—I thought that was a flashback at yeah. first. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Even with the way they cut to it, it kind of looks like it might be. Yeah, like this was this was the day that they broke up, and he's like remembering it or something like that, and then you're like, oh no, this is now okay. Wait, is so, it? So should <laughs> it's no it, because. Arthur never enters the scene. And then True. he kind of talks about his wife later, but, like, it does kind of... You know what? That might be a theory. That might be a sound theory, because I, I don't, like... Either way, it wasn't made perfectly clear. Uh, is it a flashback? Wow. <laughs> Let's not dwell on it too Let's... much. I don't, want to I don't want you to have, like, an aneurysm or something. Talk about the next hour. <laughs> No, let's go to Vermont. Oh, 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 Vermont that's oh, oh, filled with Spanish architecture and palm we trees. We can't go to Vermont yet. We haven't talked no. about the restaurant. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because, oh, yeah, um, the Ugh. restaurant has... Okay, so Ben and Arthur both work together also. Um, ben has mm. this crazy crazy string of dialogue where he says where arthur says you know first of all arthur says he wants to open up his own little mom and pop porno shop (laughs) basically the way he says it um please keep that in mind folks because i have something to say about that a little later (laughs) so ben yeah remember arthur is going to open up his own little porno shop so ben then he says ben how can you work at this restaurant it's so awful and ben says I've got my music, which we never see. We never, ever see it. Never, nope. ever see. And he said, um, even though I've got my degree in nursing, I've got my music, but I'd rather just work here. What? Which, which, the sound quality on the recording for this movie was so awful that I first heard it sounded like he had a degree in arson. You've got a degree in arson, Ben. What are you even doing here? Why is this place still standing? Yeah. And then I later found out that it was a degree in nursing. <laughs> Which, little known fact, you can actually get a degree in arson. It's right next to the nursing building. Um... <laughs> and this is it. Like, this... Uh, there's so much stuff. Like, I even have my note, my following note, at, at, as the um, uh, as the restaurant scene is happening... What the fuck is up with the timeline in this movie? Right. Like, because I didn't know if this was another, was also a flashback of when they first met that they were working together. Oh my god. Dude, that actually makes a little bit of sense. A little bit of sense, too, because um, Mildred, who we meet in this scene, comes back later, and she looks a lot different. Well, here's why I thought these these preceding scenes were uh, flashbacks was because one, you know, like you said, Arthur doesn't come into into play or into the apartment when Ben is having his tete-a-tete with his ex or soon-to-be ex. And then their chemistry, well, for lack of better terms, in this movie, uh, it, it didn't seem like that they were any, they were a couple at this point. It was almost like this would have been like a, a, the discovery point for Ben. Yeah. For like him to kind of really accept the fact blowing. that he was gay. Oh my god! Yeah, and what? for him to be like, "Oh, 
And then, and then, uh, you know, and for Arthur to like comfort him and be like, "It's all right. That's the way. That's the way you're made. It's all right. There's no nothing wrong with you being gay, and you should learn to accept that." And then to like open up about how he was gay and how hard it was for him because of his brother and stuff like that. That would have made a a really good choice for that this point in the movie. I don't know if this was a flashback or not, though, because Arthur then goes out and flips out at Mildred. Okay, and. You know what? These revelations, for all you comedy podcast nerds out there, this is like sleepaway camp, how did this get made type revelations. All these fla- like these <laughs> flashbacks, that blows my mind. Yeah. Um, it's, I'm only positing that they could possibly be flashbacks. Well, I mean, even, even the fact that they... Because it's not made even clear. Even the fact that they might be is insane. Um... It would certainly help the movie. Point out like a continuity or goof in this scene. Well, well, I, I know which one you're gonna mention. So let, let, me, let me just mention something right, before you get okay, to that. Okay, I'm excited. Um, <laughs> I just wrote the note. Mildred is life um, because she is probably the best actor in this movie. She's fantastic. Oh <laughs> um, the we have three extras in the restaurant who are just staring ahead, waiting for Arthur to fill their drinks. Clearly not doing anything. Like, nothing. They're just staring, sitting there <laughs> like a bunch of fucking dummies. Like, mannequins. <laughs> okay, what? what yeah, yeah. No, the, yeah, Sam Sam couldn't be like, look, just look like you're yeah. talking to each other. Say peas and carrots like, and broccoli like, a lot, but really low. Why didn't he just <laughs> yeah. get, like, two of the other two to, like, sit together or something? Like, something to make it look slightly more natural. In what type of restaurant yep. the uh, uniform consists of sandals and socks? You explain that oh to my me? god! Uh, that I here's my note for that sandals and socks. I thought he that, was gay. Yes, <laughs> I questioned it. I had I looked him up. Apparently he, you know, he's gay in real life. But that made me question it. I was like, how can you be gay if you decided to wear sandals and socks? That is a fashion faux pas that you should have seen coming. Yeah, I don't. Um, I guess you know, uh, uh, being fashionably inept is is not tied to your sexuality because apparently gay people can make that atrocious mistake as well yep married i got two kids i would never wear sandals and socks because that looks Absolutely. ridiculous so, okay, I'm gonna... so tell us about yes, your continuity okay, so with like, mildred yeah so like when uh it points to like mildred and she's like a little bit more coffee whatever uh in back of her like in back of her there's originally a guy sitting there okay if you any you it gets like a close-up of mildred's face he's gone He's yep. not there anymore. He's absolutely gone. He's out of the shot completely. You're... Both. You were watching this movie far too closely. Both yep. the I other extras out the weird were <laughs> gone. Oh, there's more. There's more. Uh... Oh, I have way more. <laughs> so, so now Arthur, Arthur basically quits. Go on. Arthur basically <laughs> quits his job um, because Ben says, yeah, if you're not happy, like do what you need to do. Well, actually. Before he does that, when he's talking to Mildred, he comes up to her. Oh, how are you doing? And then just walks away. Yep. <laughs> just asks her how she's doing, doesn't she? And he walks away before she gets a chance to answer. Yeah, exactly. Um, hmm. So he has a um, domestic degree. I don't. What's a domestic degree? This movie's breaking me. It's breaking me right now. Domestic degree. He. I, he, I, there. That line is spoken at some point, I believe. Uh, ben, uh, not Ben, Arthur uh, mentions that he has a domestic degree. Again, it might have been terrible ADR. He might have a different degree, because I know Ben didn't have a degree in arson. 
<laughs> so, but okay. So he he's Arthur and Mildred have this great conversation. Um, he says, "Is that enough for you?" Whatever. It's like the weirdest. Like they're not human. Like it's like aliens yeah. trying to figure out how humans talk in that. Scene. I'm gonna tell your boss on you. That'll show that, him. That'll show him. Um, yeah. Arthur walks off, and then we get Just... the. This might be my favorite scene in the entire movie. Where he's going through the papers, hitting the bricks for new work. Because, yeah. Okay, the, yeah. The, well, okay, uh, what, that, what the hell is with that? Okay, let me just say. Oh, oh that's, I, I think that's where this came up. Because he was looking, he was looking through the ads, and one of them was for domestic. Oh, okay. Like, you know, a, a, a maid or, or a butler. And he says, he, he's talking on the phone, and he says he has a degree. I think he says, I think he says, no, I don't have a degree. Yeah, he said, no, I don't Okay, there. He, he doesn't yeah. have a degree. Do is that a <laughs> <Maintenance> thing? Degree. <laughs> a, a degree in being a maid. A, a, a in being a, a degree in being a. a, a oh, butler? I don't have a housemaid degree. This in this scene, he completely has like full makeup. Oh yeah, that's true. He's Too, wearing like, like nice he's, lipstick. You know, he's like wearing nice lipstick. He's wearing shiny face makeup. Like damn. He goes from looking for a job to looking for yes, an apartment. Thank you. That's what I was just going to say. He's, he goes twice and he was just like uh, looking for apartments. And I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> um, he does, however, go to an audition. Oh, God. Oh, this, oh, this God. is my I favorite. nearly scene. died laughing. He, I don't even think we can do it justice, but he dances... <laughs> Uh, for audition. No, no music. No music. No, no music. you don't need music. Just dance. So he dances for an audition at a at a nightclub that's not open yet. And the best thing is you can hear this. Him making yeah. the music. He dances around terribly, and then this sleazy nightclub owner says, "Okay, that's great. Now uh, let's see your penis." He's drinking like a boons. Boons. <laughs> yeah, he's having he, he the, the 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 owners clear a couple sheets to the wind, um. But you said it was a nightclub. Uh, are you sure it, it wasn't a strip yeah, club? Probably that's what it is. Okay, and if it was, why would he be? Why would it be so outrageous that they'd want to see the equipment he's packing? <laughs> I, I well, I don't. I have a feeling that if a, if a woman goes to a audition or apply for a job at a strip joint that at one point they're going to at least la- ask to see her breasts, if not more. Because guess what? You're going to be taking your clothes off for money. <laughs> you just have a scene and... where Arthur is like, um, you want me to get naked at this strip club? That would have been hilarious. I would have laughed super hard at that dialogue. <laughs> I would have been like, that is like the shining beacon of comedy in this movie that would have been perfect well, I apply at a strip club though if you don't want to just, you know uh, fuck. again i i you're don't trying know, to find logic it, it, in the abyss i know the 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 setting uh the the mirrored ball um and the uh the, the shredded silver tinsel curtains Screamed strip club to me. Oh, yeah. You mean the ones he probably bought for about $3 at the local uh, Lawton's? I wouldn't be surprised if he went to uh, someone he knew who worked at the local, at a local strip club and said, do you mind if we shoot this, like, 
five minute scene in your in your strip club during you know some of the off hours. I... Probably one of the best scenes in the like locations of the movie. <laughs> that church though. <laughs> yeah. It's it's one of the few scenes where I believe that they were actually in the location they were supposed to yep, be that's in. That's true. So, okay. So yeah, he goes from looking for jobs to looking for apartments, which makes absolutely no sense. But then he arrives at his Oh, actually before we do that, um I, you guys did mention uh earlier about how when when you know, Arthur danced uh, to to no music, and then uh, the club owner asked uh, to see mm-hmm. his penis. Uh, that it, it, funny, funny story, and and it's a, it's a fun fact about how did this get. Or what, oh, what yeah, were they well, thinking? Rather, what you're talking about that. <laughs> it's a funny f- fun fact about uh, what were they thinking. And that's exactly how I got this podcasting gig. <laughs> oh my god! Well, I don't know what you're talking about. That that, that, that didn't happen. So. That's definitely how I got it. <laughs> yeah, I made Mariah show me your penis. Yep. Pretty impressive. <laughs> Pretty. Way, way better than my joke. That was way better than my joke. <laughs> uh, see, like, I feel like if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be on the air, uh, even just through audio, I gotta know what you're packing. I got, yeah. I gotta know the confidence level you're starting at, because then <laughs> you gotta know what kind of mic you have if you catch what I'm saying. Yeah, we're all just talking into our penises, guys. <laughs> Even Mariah, apparently. Oh, Mariah, yeah. Uh, trust me, she, yeah. she didn't get the job because it was small. Wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Let's All move right. on. Oh, wait, that's not in this movie? Okay, we should get back to the movie. You're yeah, right. I feel we've milked this for all it's worth. So, <laughs> oh, so let's go to Victor, the gay, straight, Christian Bible thumper. Who is Fred Armisen's yes! closeted? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. religious cousin. Fred Armisen, like doing a character on SNL. Um, I gotta say too, when they or Portlandia, is this yep. the strangest first interaction scene between like two people who are supposedly brothers? Because he Hi, says, he says, "Are you Victor? Yes. Who are you? I'm Arthur, your brother. Oh, I haven't seen you in seven years. Guess what?" You wouldn't change all that much in seven years. You no, would fucking no. recognize. How does he <laughs> also, not recognize Victor? Victor, also the guy that killed his. Uh... Yeah. That's yeah. later. That's later. His boyfriend no, 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 no. or something his wasn't friend, it? Was Spoiler talking. alert. Whatever. Yeah. The um, I think the reason um, <laughs> uh, why Ben uh, maybe wouldn't have been unrecognizable you, you is that. Well, uh, yes, but no, because doesn't Victor say uh, Arthur is unrecognizable? He hadn't seen him in yeah. so long. You said Ben. I was just saying Arthur. Oh, okay. Sorry, okay. Arthur. Uh, the reason why Victor did not uh, recognize Arthur is, uh, I guess, uh, Arthur got uh, glasses uh, <laughs> that he wears in his sporadic uh, on again, off yep. again. It's like Clark Kent and Superman. There you go. <laughs> so, Victor, what you're saying is Victor is... Christian Lois Lane. <laughs> Maybe Christian Luthor. Oh, there you go. Because he is the villain in this movie. I thought he was the love interest. Okay, I, what did I watch? <laughs> he should have been. Uh, I, actually, I was just saying this to Mariah the other day. It would have made, casting-wise, it would have made almost more sense to have Victor, the guy playing Victor and the guy playing Ben as the couple, with the guy playing Arthur as the Christian Bible thumper. Yeah. 
either actually for for me it would have made the most sense for the fellow who was playing Ben to be uh the uh, hardline Christian brother because like I said he is the only one in this movie that doesn't come off to me anyways as full on out and proud that's that's true I don't think he is and this is his only credit by the way that's unfortunate that's very unfortunate I feel like he looks like he had at least some raw talent that he could have gotten something. A young Tom Hanks, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> Bosom buddies with Peter Scolari. Yeah, Arthur was the Peter Scolari to his Tom Hanks. So, okay, so yeah. He, he talks with Victor because he wants to borrow $2,000 to go back to college so he can get uh, his business degree, and he doesn't tell him this, but it's to open up his own little mom-and-pop porno shop, as we mentioned earlier. Um, right. I don't know... Now, Nathan... I'm, I I don't know if you if you guys got this Nathan or Mariah because it's it's really subtle, but oh the way they tell you that Victor's character is religious, um, did you notice how they got kind of did that, like right off the bat, a visual clue? <laughs> Go Could ahead. Could it be that he was holding the Holy Bible? I did not notice okay. the Holy Bible. <laughs> he, he was holding it. He wears a bathrobe. When he immediately when he sits down, he's got the Holy Bible in his hands. <laughs> okay, we got another continuity thing here. Uh, <laughs> when he sits down, there's a black cap beside him, what? and then it cuts to this this lovely Bible. He's holding the Bible, and the cat is right in front of him now. The cat is a teleporter. Yep, it is teleporting all over the place. What? How do you know it wasn't another cat? Because he oh, yeah. easily got four of them. He does have a lot of cats. It's a, still a black cat. And a dog. And a dog, yep. We all see each other in that I, one I, scene. <laughs> I love... This is, how fun, this is how much of a fundamentalist Christian he is. He's gathering two of each animal. <laughs> <laughs> he is building an ark. Oh my god, that would have been an amazing subplot. Yes. He's Noah. <laughs> Victor, I... With, with amazing... Window treatments. <laughs> Victor, I noticed you started gathering up uh, two of every animal. It's not important. Uh, you're gay. We've got to chase away the demons. He has Ugh. the most stereotypical and... straight voice, by the way. Do you know what I mean? Like he's that trying he is to putting on. Like, like it is the biggest put on. I... What? It's the biggest put on. Yeah. The voice. It's like it's the biggest put on. Yeah. He's trying to sound like. Manly, like you said, it's, it's stereotypical. Like stereotypically manly. <laughs> yep. And which is actually which is funny because we we had actually made a joke about that before we went on about how oh, I don't feel feelings. I I'm a man and who wants a beer? Yeah, exactly. It's like uh, Arthur put the lotion in the basket. Like that's what it reminded me of. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is he gonna skin Dead him? Debbie. If this movie ends with <laughs> Victor skinning Arthur, better movie. <laughs> oh, it's Levine, Ted Levine, isn't yeah. it? Yes, <laughs> Victor Levine. Yeah. Um, Sounds of the Lambs, very good. <laughs> thank you. So he basically says, "I'll give you eight. I'll give you eight thousand dollars if you bring Ben over here and have dinner with me and respect Jesus." And Arthur's like, "Cool." So, <laughs> holy fuck, we're not even like thirty minutes into this movie. Let's talk about the worst fan letter ever. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, and you mean how uh, Ben looks at it and it's clearly a blank piece of paper? Yep, that's another continuity. Yep. <laughs> the one that says, we're gonna, you're gonna, don't get married, we're gonna kill you or something like that, something along those lines? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
Because apparently they are the they're, they're a lightning rod of uh, of controversial activity in California. Yeah, no gay people in California. They're in California. They're yeah, they're in California. Uh, if they're in Los Angeles. Uh, you know, a pretty solid gay community, especially in the 2000s. Wait a second. Uh, if they're anywhere else... You what? mean, like, there's gay people in Hollywood? In and around Hollywood? Uh, yeah, that's the urban legend, anyways. Whoa. Revelations on this podcast. They're like, they're like in New York with the alligators in the sewers. <laughs> no one can really prove that they're there, but everyone speculates and is pretty sure that they're like there. Alligators and gay people in the sewers of Los Angeles is oh what you're saying. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, let's not get off the rails okay. here. Because this is the uh, this is the part. Uh, so we're going to try to get this. Oh, before we do, why is there a, a, a mattress underneath their breakfast nook? <laughs> I didn't notice that. There's a mattress standing up against the wall in their like breakfast nook of their kitchen slash apart like oh the apartment, like into the living room where you would sit down at like the counter and have breakfast. Underneath that, there's a mattress. I just wanted to put that out there because these are the things that are going to drive me insane if I don't put them out there into the ether. There, it's done. We don't have to talk That's about amazing. it. They decide to call a lawyer. Him. And yes, Ben says, I'll call a lawyer. He's great, or he's good, or I'll call him tomorrow. The next day, the lawyer shows up. It's a woman. On the couch, like, talking normally on the couch. Well, talking normally. Well, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So here's where I posit to you that this movie is not only sensitive uh, to the plight of uh, gay men, but also to trans. I wonder if that's (laughs) what they tried to get across. I'm not even joking. I think they just fucked up the continuity. I don't know, man. Yeah. Flashbacks and secret transgender characters. You know what? If 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 it, if we could figure it out, if we could if we could suss it out, if this was the legit way things were, I would have to change my mind on old Sam and his movie making abilities to go from utterly inept to uh you know uh, diamond in the rough genius. <laughs> <laughs> oh good lord I don't think Sam would be that hard to get a hold of I'm just saying <laughs> You'd probably look him up in the phone he book He did call earlier so <laughs> um, So yeah this lawyer character What Okay I, t- I mentioned this earlier to you When we were talking about the movie um, Off the air when We're in our lush studio here But um, is she doing it Does she have an accent Or is she just delivering her lines In a really bizarre way I think she's just delivering lines in a really bizarre and stilted way because she is easily the worst actor in and this movie. And how about the worst lawyer? Because one of her first lines is, I'm going to have to read up on the law more. <laughs> and she also uses the term rejects to recognize it. This, I just wrote when she was talking about that stuff, I just wrote legal mumble jumble because I had no clue what she was saying. <laughs> I, I think that what the, they were trying to get is either uh, rejects the application or refuses to recognize it, and it got mishmashed to rejects to recognize yep. it, which makes nope. no sense. None. None. Zero. They go to Vermont. Which is filled with palm trees and uh, Spanish architecture, as I said before. Beautiful Stop palm it. trees in Vermont. Stock footage of a plane. And oh, yeah. Stuff, um, uh, oh, my you God. What, was set, what, what it said on the plane? I did not, but I did start humming, thank you for being a friend, when well, I saw it. 
let me just tell you that when we see them ride back on the plane, the plane mm-hmm. that they are supposedly on says FedEx. It's, it literally does. <laughs> and it's going in the opposite direction. Yeah. From that he's flown in. Apparently, they apparently got onto a luggage plane. <laughs> Probably, they like, they sent themselves courier. <laughs> Their financial situation, we don't know what it is. Yeah, their financial situation, they were able to go to Vermont, I guess, even though they, ha- they saved for so long to go to Hawaii. Non-refundable tickets. Holy fuck, this movie. Palm trees in Vermont. Well, that's how they were able to go to Vermont. They FedExed themselves. <laughs> so, inexplicably, when they're in Vermont, neither of them has the ring. That's never gone back to. No. He's like, did you bring the rings? Because well, did they... bring the ring? Oh, I didn't bring the ring. That's it. It's not even like I don't. I don't know why that scene's in the movie. Yeah. I don't get it. Uh, I'm 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 guessing for like you know, for an attempt at comedy. I guess so. There's no joke though. <laughs> well, the, you always see that as as one of those you know tropey things in in sitcom weddings or something like that. Where they're like, someone's like, they're panicked looking for the ring. And then they usually find the ring, but it's like, I didn't bring the ring. Did you bring the ring? Who brought the ring? But there's no... Con- you know? Yeah. It, there's and not even a... Yeah, there's no... It doesn't go anywhere. There's no setup. There's no delivery. There's no punch. There's it's, no conflict. It's awful. There's no conflict because they're like, nope. oh, we don't have the rings. Can we still get married? The priest is like, yep. And Arthur's like smiling. <laughs> oh, yes. Too. He's like... And is it... Am I the only one who felt like that priest looked like... Uh, you know, Anton LaVey or somebody from the Church of Satan. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not familiar with his work. Well, he just, the, 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 the minister, he, he looked like, he did not look like a minister, uh, that would be conducting, especially one in Vermont. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I will say that but so again, far in this movie, he is Vermont. probably the best actor. They're not in Vermont. No. <laughs> but again, I, I still think he's the best actor so far. I thought I thought the uh, the the lady Mildred was the best okay. actor so far. I don't mean ironically. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay, so they get married, but Arthur says, "Oh, they won't recognize a, our marriage back in California." That, that let's like- let's discuss. You may now kiss. It is the worst gay kiss well, ever. Again, this supports your theory because I don't think Ben was too keen on kissing Sam Marovich. No, I do have a note though. Their second kiss in the movie is more convincing than their marriage kiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sure is, and that's the. And then some more B-roll of planes taking FedEx. Up. <laughs> Isn't there like a scene yep. like after this where uh, they're both like talking at a park and like it just sounds like a bunch of water, like yeah, it sounds like bathroom. someone pissing in the background. Yeah, the dog barking too. And then we get <laughs> we get to the. Uh, uh, trans lawyer who again is just terrible trans and at lawyer. one point <laughs> she is she's straight up reading the script yeah. oh yeah she's like according to this legal document I have aka the script. right here in my hands and she doesn't look away from it as she's delivering the lines she's reading she's straight up reading the script but this is the point where we find out that it might be easier for them to like uh, to keep their you know their union yeah uh, legal because it's a civil union, not a marriage, mm-hmm. which I explained earlier. And this scene too, you <sighs> see, uh, you see Ben mug to the camera and accidentally look at it. Yeah, he looks straight at the camera. 
just okay. right at it. Really? Um, okay. Well, holy shit. We got so much left. Uh, so, okay, go back to Victor. We go back to Victor. Because... Oh, who gets gets uh, gayer, more stereotypically gay with yep, every shot? Um, he's wearing a backwards hat and a, a muscle shirt. Um, he, basically, at this point, he's trying to reach Arthur. He can't reach him because he doesn't want him to get married, obviously, because he's Christian fundamentalist, anti-gay, blah, 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 blah. So he calls a private investigator... And he looks to in the thrilling looking up in the phone book scene, um, invites this private investigator over who looks like he just stepped out of uh, another like porn film. I think. Um, yes. And he goes into his, they go into the dining room, which is a beautiful uh, restaurant decor. Okay. Can we talk about like the, the way they shot that? Like the, like the lead up, like he, his car pulls in. Yeah. And then the camera is on somehow on the ground pointing up at this guy. Yep. And then boom, right. He's right, like, right, ready to go at the door. He's, the he's, door. He walks towards it in the parking lot and then suddenly he's, like, right in front of the door. He's probably, he's probably waiting for this Q2. I didn't really. Probably. Yeah, really probably. Why do they start, why do they start every phone call in this movie with, hey, blank, it's me, blank. You, and then relationship to your character. Like, <laughs> it reminds me of when my mom calls me. Sometimes she leaves a voicemail and she says, "Hey, mom. Hey, Mariah. It's mom." And I'm like, "Yeah, no shit." <laughs> <laughs> like, Na- like I'm not gonna call you and be like, "Hey, Nathan. It's me, Brendan, your podcast co-host." <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> hey, Nathan. Uh, it's Brendan. That rash cleared up. Thanks. <laughs> exactly. Wait, what? It didn't though. <laughs> no, it's it's it totally didn't. Still, still did you use the cream every day? I no, I didn't. Every, every other, other day, day, didn't you? I told you every day, Brendan. Every I day. Have, I have chores. I don't care. You need to make time. You need to make time for your health. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know you care. Thanks. Thanks for caring. All right. So okay, the investigator. The uh, he also says, "Hi, I'm the investigator." <laughs> Uh, oh really his intern yeah, i'm the intern it's eight hundred dollars a day is that is that <laughs> is that normal i don't know sure i don't know i i i do know that they will say that it's you know x amount of dollars a day plus expenses mm-hmm. 800 does seem high especially for the intern I clearly he's not a very clearly he's not a very smart intern because Victor says here's 500 for now and I'll totally give you the rest later (laughs) yeah totally absolutely um (laughs) totally absolutely you can totes trust me totes 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 and Victor totes um okay this is the thing with this movie he go he goes he's like alright I'm gonna get on I don't agree with you on a moral level (laughs) Of, like, trying to stop your brother from getting married, but I'll do it anyway. So, instead of cutting well, away... Well, here's the... Th- if you're going to be a P.I., I mean, that's what you kind of got to do. You you have to take the job that's given to you. I just like how they have to make that character not agree on a moral level. Like, it's not necessary to anything. <laughs> but, here's the thing. In any other movie, while he's getting this information, you would cut to other scenes... What, like you know what I mean like other stuff would happen then you'd go back to Victor and he'd be like oh he found out all the information no this movie two days later hey I got your information oh good 
He literally <laughs> says, hi, I'm the investigator. Are you Victor? Yes, you're the investigator getting some information for me. Guess what? We just saw that fucking scene. We know. <laughs> well, I mean, earlier in the movie, um, they they used the term ulterior motive and then explained what ulterior motive meant. So... Victor <laughs> murders the lawyer. With the, some lovely and, and that's, I think the, yeah, I think one of the reasons why the movie is uh, made so cheaply is that they blew all the budget on that sweet ragtop oh Mustang. The one that she can barely drive? Yeah. <laughs> it takes that, her ten minutes to park it? Wasn't that music, like, amazing <laughs> for that scene? Oh, well, see, it starts <laughs> off kind of like eerie and then it's just like yeah i even have ooh synth <laughs> yeah um yeah so victor straight up murders ben's lawyer like shoots her yes twice. The, like, really the, the only the only christian option Murder. was apparently breaking one of the ten commandments I mean, if you gotta stop someone from getting gay married even though he already got Okay, married. <laughs> civil union. Sorry, civil union. Didn't um, he like shoot the per- like the lawyer like pretty badly? It just like really looked really bad. It was just like boom, boom. Like in, in case you guys are not, uh, it's, since we don't have video, I will say that Mariah just stuck out her hand like a gun and kind of shook it around a bit <laughs> and said boom, boom. <laughs> Kind of like a gangster. Yes, he he does look like he has like he has like the shakes as oh my God. as he's shooting. Why does this gun look like it's made out of duct tape? Because it probably Correct. is. So now we get the dinner scene because Arthur takes Ben to dinner, and we okay. The dinner scene starts on a character we have not ever seen. In the oh movie. yeah, when he goes over to Victor's house. Who, for dinner, yeah. Mariah and I were really confused at first because we thought it was. Arthur and Victor's father. Yeah, he also wear makeup. I too. thought it was. <laughs> What's that? I thought I thought it might have possibly been uh, um, uh, Victor's closet. Well, that too. Later, that later, I started to think that too. He is wearing the shiniest lip gloss. Like it was distracting. Yep. <laughs> Let's talk about the lighting in that scene. Okay, oh, so the lighting is so nice. It's like it's okay. No, I was gonna say it's so nice, but it's not really that nice. But it's like it's okay on like Victor and like you know their dad. Stan. <laughs> Stan, yeah, whatever. And then it was. I don't understand why you're pulling punches at this point, Mariah. You already called Sam yeah, a fuggo yeah, earlier. Yeah, it cuts to fuggo and Ben, and then it's uh, like the lighting. I'm assuming it's because for because the candlelight, right? Because like, and they're eating pop tarts too. I guess <laughs> uh, your your guess dinner. is as good as mine. <laughs> well, Arthur's that was it. weird. <laughs> it looks like a pop tart. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes, it does. Eating, like, because I actually have a note that they're having pop tarts. Are they eating pop tarts for supper? <laughs> Financial situation. We don't know. Uh, <laughs> they have a great argument because Victor is all. Uh, I'm sure you'll have some uh, some children as soon as you get a beautiful wife, right, Arthur? And he says <laughs> he says something he says something to him, and Arthur's reaction is like, "You fuck, you fucko." <laughs> um, Ben. How many times did you say they they f bombed in this movie? Oh, I thought that maybe they were trying to go for the. American History or, X record. Yeah, the American History X or the uh, the Scarface <laughs> honorary <Yeah>. record. Um, 
Does Ben feed him his lines in this scene, and they forgot to cut that out? <laughs> did you notice that? I did ben not. Says, oh, please expound. Ben says, um, we're, uh, we're leaving, and Arthur says, we're leaving, and Ben's like, we gotta go, and Arthur says, we gotta go. I did not notice that. I will. I'll be one hundred percent honest in that regard. Yeah, it's it's so. And then they have the most awkward ever uh, leaving the scene. Oh yes. <laughs> oh oh. And Mariah noticed something I did not pick up on at all as they're leaving. Yeah. So as okay. they're leaving, like the awkwardly, like you know, have one like Ben has his arm on back. Anyways, they they shut the door and then they come. Mm-hmm. That, like they shut the door and you like they're about to cut and you see that they actually never left because there there's a black shirt that pops up. <laughs> they're so still they there. Left. They're still there. They they're never st- left. <laughs> they could easily just exit the scene and they just stayed there. They stayed there. Grand. Oh. Frig. I um. pick up on the weird things. Oh my god. I don't need prayed for. You need prayed for. You need prayed for. I love that. And you need prayed for. And you need prayed. Thanks, Oprah. <laughs> you need prayed for. <laughs> um, this can we say this is the we have seen some weird sex scenes. This this was sexy this makes no sense is to me. Barely a sex scene, first of all. And did you, did you get? Oh my god! When they open with this scene, because they go home and they make up and apparently make out, but. When they cut to them in the dark and he takes off Arthur's glasses, was that not Top Gun? I was not um, uh, as invested in that, uh, if they were making a Top Gun reference. Uh, my only real note uh, in this um, this whole scene is um, missionary. <laughs> <laughs> well, again... They kiss him. Again... The guy playing Ben, probably not gay. They were, I mean... Like on the back? Oh, he's just rubbing his back up and down and they're staring at each other. Oh, no, wait. No, Fuggo's rubbing (laughs) Ben's back. Yeah, yeah, Fuggo's rubbing Ben's back. Jeez, you guys are working hard on this one, like real stiff. (laughs) (laughs) Unlike unlike Ben in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, I I don't... (laughs) Okay. I, I feel that they could be in a missionary position whilst having sex. However, be Arthur's legs would have had to have been much farther up in the air. <laughs> oh my God. I don't want to. I don't want to explore too much of the mechanics of, you know, male on male sexual relations. Please do. But there's definitely a positioning thing that would have to be coming into play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're not just. They're basically just dry humping. Wouldn't that be uncomfortable? I guess that I guess that well, would be I, it, which doesn't seem super romantic to do with your husband. I mean, I, I listeners, let us know. <laughs> do you enjoy the act of dry humping? Uh, well, it's not that it's, in, it's not enjoyable. I just don't feel it's something you do with, uh, you know, a hmm. spouse. Yeah. Because you you're well past that point in the relationship. Well, especially because they've been together for so long. Right, so long that, uh, you know, uh, Arthur knows uh, about Ben being married for five slash three oh, wait, years. he doesn't. 
I think that I thought that this like the whole love scene was super awkward, and I even mentioned to Brendan, I was like, I'd rather watch Tommy Wiseau. I don't think I would. In the room. <laughs> I, I gave, I gave even it though how much that makes me cringe and it's disgusting, like that was so awkward for me, and I was like, I can't deal with this. I, I'm gonna go with a big no on that one. I don't think I don't think you pay me to watch that. Anytime I watch the room and I love the room, I always have to skip through that those scenes. Any time you make it sound like you watch it on the I regular. It a lot of times. Oh my god! You, I, I, again with the with the five times watching this movie, you're never getting that time back, Brendan. You need to do more productive things oh, in your life. I'm so glad I used all my time on this movie. <sighs> so okay, then we uh, let's let's skip along here because after the sex scene, uh, Arthur goes off to get food. Leaves them a little rose, and uh, t- the psycho bitch comes back. Some psycho bitch named <laughs> yes. Tammy, um, with a gun. So right. and Ben, by the way, Ben is a fucking idiot because she has a gun, and he's just like, Tammy, come on, just like relax. She's pointing a gun at your. <laughs> She's putting face. a loaded yeah, gun at your face. This is the face. point where I said it earlier. I thought it was like I put it in the wrong position because like she shows up twice, but this is where she's like, "You're gonna don't leave me for another man" or kind of something like that. You no, know, she says, say? she says, if yeah, no, she says, "Don't you left me for another man?" I'm like, "Another man." <laughs> Again, this movie is super sensitive towards the trans yeah, community. I feel like everybody should be mad about this movie. <laughs> Every community. Well, like I said, if she's if she's saying that Ben left her for another man, that you know through basic math tells us that the crazy psycho bitch is actually uh, formerly a man, now a woman. The reason why they broke up is because she got the sex change operation without uh, consulting Ben, much like Mr. Garrison got his sex change (laughs) and didn't consult Mr. Slave. Oh my god. There are so my many mind. layers. So many Breaking this down. We are getting this movie Guys, solved. We this the, I, I never even predicted that this was gonna happen. This is changing my life right <laughs> now. My life my life is like when I think back on my life from this point forward, I'm gonna think pre Ben and Arthur podcast and post Ben and Arthur podcast. It's <laughs> what I do, Brendan. I change oh, lives. Man. So she try she they they fumble over the gun with some tremendous sound effects with chip bags chip yeah <laughs> chip bags and like like cartoonish sounding punches it almost sounds like um <laughs> yeah so anyway he gets rid of her and she splits her pants <laughs> she splits her pants yeah <laughs> she's a cut i was like oh she got to cut her pants so. he gets rid of her arthur comes back and his amazing Whoa, man! <laughs> yeah, whoa, man! It drops the bag. Ben says, "Well, what he was really saying there was woman." <laughs> yes, I'm telling you, we're getting this movie solved. Oh, we're getting this movie shit. solved. Ben used to be a woman. That's gonna be stupid. I'm gonna say this. No, no. <laughs> yeah, okay, this is gonna sound stu- kind of stupid, but uh, like this is the second time where he's gone to get food. Why don't they have groceries? Because remember there was a scene where he's like, yeah, give me Skittles and Twinkies. That's not yet. Ah, whatever, but still, they need to get groceries. 
Yeah, he does go for groceries twice in a short span of time. <laughs> what Mariah's really getting at here is that they need to eat more healthy. Yeah, well, okay. Need to eat oh, you know what? To, to hell with it. Let's just mention it now. Yeah, when he does go get food later, Ben says, uh, can you give me some Skittles and some Twinkies and some soda? Because yep. apparently he's diabetic? We're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. looking to be. Um, okay, so, yeah, Arthur says... Arthur's like, uh, he finds out Tammy uh, came in with a gun, and he says, "Oh, she's just a crazy psycho bitch. We should call the cops." And Ben says, "Nah." <laughs> yeah, she was just brandishing a weapon and, and threatening my life, but <laughs> nah. We're good. Yeah, no, we cleared it all up. We we talked, and and and, and yeah, yeah, we're good. I also think this scene Fuck. could almost be right out of an intentional comedy coming up because they find out that the lawyer's been killed. And kind of react to it for a second. And then someone knocks on the door and they're like, oh, who's that? Yeah, that was the, the scene where they find out that the lawyer died. That was the second scene where we find out that, uh, well, we I noticed that uh, Ben looked at the camera. <laughs> he sure did. Yeah. And for some inexplicable reason, the only reason I can think is that they didn't have enough people to be in the cast. Mildred comes back and for some reason is... In their same apartment building, and is also the person that tells you when your stuff gets broken into. Does she live there too? <laughs> and also, wait, does the lawyer live there? Because did that happen when Victor killed the lawyer? Yeah, it looked like it was at like the parking garage at their place. Yeah. Okay, so she was pulling in to to see them. Maybe why, I guess. Why, sure. Why, why did not? Victor steal Ben's bike? <laughs> I don't understand, I don't understand that. that plot point. It doesn't go back, it's a back to the bike at all. No. Oh. get a new bike, you know, he doesn't like... You know. Yeah, but so Ben loses his bike, he gets very mad at Arthur for not locking <laughs> oh, it. Oh, God. Um, and he straight up punches him in the face. You can, you can go by a hundred... You hurt me. You hurt me. That's literally what he said. And they do this whole thing talking about Ben's coming out story, which... The dialogue there is just insane. Like, there's so many contradictions. Um, I think what you guys are really driving at here is that this movie would have worked better as a Netflix original oh, series. Sure, like I, a I documentary would... series, kind of like you know, making a murderer or keepers. You know, like making a terrible <laughs> movie. <laughs> making a Absolutely. murderer of cinema. <laughs> but yeah, so oh. Ben punches him in the face, and then. This line threw me because he's re recovering and Ben says, well, that'll teach you to not say stupid things. Okay, and the stupid thing is, because we never mentioned it, he said, oh, why don't you take out that $1 million, uh, like, accident, like, the life, life insurance. insurance. Yeah, I just, yeah. yeah, I just got a life insurance policy, and if anything happens to me, you'll get a million dollars. Guess what? Worst, no. worst Norris Union commercial <laughs> ever. <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> But he punches there. Ben's abusive because he tells after he punches him, he says that'll teach you not to say stupid things. And he, we see him. Uh, he his eyes are like he's waking up, and uh, the camera is right on uh, Ben's face. And then you see because uh, we're apparently we're supposed to be in the eyes of Arthur, right? So. Yeah, okay. The eyes of an Arthur. Exactly. So, uh, <laughs> back to... <laughs> uh, so... 
Wow, she was super dismissive of my musical right. cue there. Uh, so yeah, we go back to Arthur, and he's like, Ben is like, kind of, like, it's the 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 scene is kind of weird. It and doesn't he, make sense. Just this one. It doesn't just make that sense one. With the the way he sees Thank it you. and the way we see it, that's what she's trying to say. Thank you. Um, yeah. But okay, no, I want to go back to this abusive relationship thing because. Well, I think what uh, what Sam was really trying to, to say in this part is is that he's trying to uh, uh, shine a light on the uh, uh, you know the the height of domestic abuse amongst uh, gay and lesbian couples because the uh, uh, there's there's no um, you know there's no power structure up or down because you know it's a, it's a it's a male male relationship or a female female relationship so domestic violence amongst uh, gay and lesbians can actually sometimes be predominantly higher because um, uh, there's no stigma because you're not assaulting the other sex that's what he's oh trying to say Lord. clearly in his more <laughs> competent uh, filmmaking Again, getting this movie solved. Yes, that's. Wow. I'm sure every bit of that was what he was trying to say. I felt like Sam, <laughs> but it felt so like the way he said it. They didn't harp on it, and it felt so normalized that I was almost like, "Does this is the Sam Maravich think this is a normal thing in a relationship?" I was like, "He's just trying to. He again trying to shine a light on that that uh, that problem that uh, yeah. that affects the or, the gay community." On a on a unrelated note, did. did did um, uh, Tammy ever strike you guys as looking a bit like uh, Elizabeth Berkley? That big fluffy hair of hers? It's very Jesse Spano. <laughs> Jesse Spano? Sorry. I just wanted to bring it back to a lighter oh. place. Uh, Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Also, yes. she, her eyes are kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. so mean. Oh wouldn't it have been a great twist <laughs> if she was actually... Uh, Arthur in disguise the whole movie. <laughs> Arthur in disguise. Hey, Arthur so in disguise. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, different Arthur. Than yeah, that's not the same Arthur. <laughs> so, <laughs> Alright, so um, those two fucking can... guys go on their honeymoon. Yeah. Uh, Victor goes to the cardboard church. Oh god, the church. With the pre... Is there a recipe for holy water? Yeah. Apparently. Like with a bit Apparently there is. And apparently you can just the, tape the, it to the priest has door a recipe for holy water. Yep. And you can just tape it um. to someone's door. Oh my god, that made me so mad. Oh my god, that's What crazy. did he think oh. was gonna happen? Okay, how stupid do you think that we are, the like the viewers to think or even like Arthur that he could be like, Oh, there's somebody taped this bottle onto my door mm, looks delicious might as well yeah, drink it well whatever i know when <laughs> i was anything. when i was a youngin my parents always told me hey if 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 you ever open your door when you're living on your own you ever go out to do whatever and you see someone's taped any uh a random liquid uh to your door make sure to drink it this uh this reminds me of like a psa that they had in like the 90s or something uh it's with like these blue characters don't and they're, you like, put it in exactly. your mouth don't you put it in your mouth, Don't yes. You Anybody who yeah. is Canadian knows that uh, PSA it's quite well. wonderful. It actually kind of <laughs> gave me nightmares. <laughs> um, yeah. See, I was at the uh, I was at that fantastic age of uh, like junior high to high school where that PSA served as the best unintentional comedy <laughs> ever. It was really funny. I mean... Well, Ever. watching it back years later, it was really funny when I wasn't completely uh, 
clear-headed. Like a muffin or a beet. You could get sick. Ick. Wait, is that Real public sick. domain? Ick. Are we are we gonna have to? Play I don't for know. That? I, it's a P, it's a public service announcement, so oh. I guess it would be. Right. Anyway, okay. So like anyhow, cardboard church. This is where they try to ban. Isn't this where they try to ban Victor yes, from the church? The, the priest, um, who later because who, because his brother's gay, and for some reason his brother being gay. Children, even right. though he's no. never at the church. Right, because through some sort of transitive mm-hmm. property. The gayness might go from Arthur to Victor and then rub off on the children. This is the part where I feel like the, um, uh, they're like, they're proud of themselves for not, for trying to, trying not to use stereotypes, which they fail at, uh, and then just go ahead and use a ton of stereotypes on, you know, (laughs) you know, uh, religious Christians. Because there's no moderates in this movie at all. Ben is the closest we get to a moderate anything. <laughs> Everybody else is way, way to one side. You could argue... Oh, Mildred. You could, fuck Mildred. You could argue <laughs> that every character, almost every character I'd argue except one, if they're not a gay character, they are a murderer or, like, horrible. Or Mildred. No, but Mildred is kind of horrible, though. The only yeah. scene we see her in is her just, like, yelling at Arthur. But, like, the only character I would say that doesn't apply to is maybe the detective, because he's pretty level-headed. But everyone who's who's not gay in this movie is, like, an awful human being. How about that private investigator? He said that yeah. he was morally wrong what he was doing. Yeah, but he still does it. Well, he's, yeah, he's, uh, he, uh, he's wrong because he's morally ambiguous. Yeah, yeah. you can't be ambiguous. You gotta mm-hmm. be, you gotta be, you gotta, you gotta pick a side. Oh, that's what this that movie's telling us. That's this movie. Okay, so he goes to the priest. The priest kicks him out for his brother being gay. <laughs> he mentions his priest has a holy tackle box. <laughs> there was a tackle box on the yeah, table. He's probably a fisherman. Probably just some random fisherman. They got to play a priest or a fisher of oh. men. Because yeah, see? he also getting this movie. He solved. also mentions karma, which is not a Christian thing. No, it's not a Christian no. concept at all. But the concept of you reap what you sow is, I mean, it's not called karma, but I mean, it's, it's the same right. idea. But they definitely don't refer to it like that. Which which they ignore entirely because if you're saying, if there's the idea behind you reap what you sow is like what you put out there does come back to you. If you're putting out, uh, you know, animosity and hatred towards anybody, that animosity and hatred is going to be coming back to you. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, the idea that there should they they should at least have some sort of tolerant worldview is right there in front of them and is ignored. <laughs> this movie, Nathan, it says a lot without saying anything at all. <laughs> it almost says too much. Um, yeah. So Victor, Victor gets kicked out. He freaks the fuck out and tell. He gets kicked out of church yeah, now. Right now he kicked out of church Stan, now. His friend Stan. That Which is the is, exact line reading <laughs> from the... <laughs> that he's going to kill Arthur. And when it, they say that, and he talks about, you know, uh, about the going to prison or doing time for it, uh, someone says you can't go to church in prison. Yep. Everybody goes to church yep. in prison. How many times have you heard, you know, so-and-so, they went to prison and found Guess God? What? In the show Oz, they had church. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
They had church. They had uh, they had uh, Muslim observances. They, every there was there was uh, priests and uh, ministers and nuns and imams. Everything. There were Jewish people. You can have your religion whilst in prison. Not saying that you should go to you know, go to prison and test out this theory, but it's not something that can be denied to you in Canada or in the U.S. Yeah. Uh huh. But, I mean, we're talking about a movie that posits the idea about someone being a holy hitman. <laughs> well, Victor does... That's right. Victor does say, um, when he says, you can't go to church in prison, Victor says, yes, I can. <laughs> so, um, the priest basically says at this point, you know what? I can help you, but I'll get back to you later. It took, it took God's... Seven days to create the world. I think it's all right if I get back to you later tonight. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Also, this guy is probably <laughs> the second best actor so far. <laughs> next to Mildred. Wait, no, next to the, the guy that I mentioned earlier. I forget. No, you said Mildred. Mildred was the best person in this movie. You can't take oh, it back, Brendan. Mildred. <laughs> That's how a lot of people felt, oh, I think. She is delightful. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so they are on Ben and Arthur are on their honeymoon, and uh, at a at a, a hotel, I guess, by a pool. Arthur does his little does, run. Oh, that can't be. So, I don't. Who wears a suit jacket uh, poolside? Yeah, that too. And it looks like it's like eighty degrees out. Like, why are you wearing yeah. a suit? So I'm I'm to understand that you can be on call at the hospital but not work for them. Yes, because he did, he says that like there's no point where we ever discover that he took a job no, as a nurse. He just has his degree. This is a scene where they uh, yeah where his phone rings and oh, he goes yes. like bah, bah. my theory is that he put it. Whoa! In there. You should you should hey. explain you should explain more what happens here. Hold on. That was the Go best. Ahead, okay. So his phone rings. His phone rings. And then, and then, uh, you hear, Bring! like somebody's actually saying, Bring! Bring! But, but, and what then, is, but what is Arthur the, doing when he's his head? His head is in his like legs. Yeah. I'm like so he's like his head is like just covered, and I'm like my theory is that they put it in there for editing, so they can put that stupid noise in there and pretend that it's the phone ringing but well, brendan thinks something differently i i think that as much as i want that to be true i think it might also be arthur uh, making fun of the fact that maybe ben's phone is always ringing but His they don't is... set it up that ben's always answering the phone beforehand i think it i think it's more apt that uh they had set that up that that was supposed to be the cue and they didn't cut the well, movie that's what, right that's what mariah's saying yep I yeah. think that's true. Or, I mean, really, what they could be saying is that, uh, you know, uh, he's calling uh, from inside himself, uh, trying to oh reach out. And, and... Oh, my God. I'm done. <laughs> this is my last one. Mariah just, Mariah, <laughs> just, Mariah, just, Mariah just walked out of the room. She's done. <laughs> just... um, uh... Okay, so... Oh my god. Okay, we are we are getting close, guys. We are getting close. 
we're we're into like American Ninja oh, territory. Yeah. We've officially gone past the runtime of this movie. We've been talking longer about this movie than this movie. But I ran. don't want to cut this down. You haven't been mentioning your pointless scenes yet. <laughs> oh, I know. I wrote a lot of things that's just like pointless scene. Like I don't get why they happen. Keep going, man. Just shine on you, crazy diamond. Like, the first Let's one was this. the rings. I didn't get why that led to nothing. Um, when they go to their honeymoon, they talk about which one of them is going to drive the car. That was nothing. Uh, the priest can only get back to him later tonight. Doesn't mean anything. Um, here's another one coming up. Because Victor... Uh, Victor gets into Arthur... Okay, wait, hold on. Did we skip over Ben getting the shit beat out of... Oh, that's not... That's a little hey, bit. Spoiler. Okay, hold on. Um, so Victor goes into Arthur's apartment. Uh, he, uh, he just walks in, I think. I don't remember. Um, but he... <laughs> I have thrilled to the elevator scene, so I'm guessing there yeah, was an elevator yeah, scene in there. Yeah, he the elevator just stands there for a while. But he goes in to, um... I don't even remember what he does. Why is he going into Arthur's apartment? He goes in and... He has the black oh, right, because he has, he has a gun, gun and he's yeah. gonna kill him, but he opts not to. Um... And we get a moment here that I swear to God was right out of an episode of The Office. Because just the <laughs> delivery. When Arthur says, when, when Victor says, Hey, I heard you're running a porno shop. Wait a second. What? First of all. He never, never opened it. We never we see never him open it. Shop. We never even heard of him running a porno shop. So if that's true, that is. Other than his dream being to open up a mom and pop one. <laughs> yeah. Bring your kids. Come on in. Which, yeah, yeah, that's the oddest choice of, of words when it comes to, like, opening up, uh, you know, an, an independent anything. Uh, if you're going to open up an independent porn store, just say, I got I like to open my own, you know, adult bookstore, my own adult novelty store. No one thinks of the mom and pop porn I mean, to shop. to be fair, he never says mom and pop, but he does say my own little porno shop in that little, like, folksy way. Yeah. Which I interpret it as mom Yeah, and this pop. private investigator is shit because he totally doesn't have a shop. So okay, no. So this is this is the thing. So I, yeah, I think he just wanted his eight hundred dollars. So he. Uh, so this is the moment from the. They're just reminding me of the office for some reason. Um, he tells him about the porno shop, and Arthur says, "How did you know that?" And when they cut back to Victor, he's like, "Because I hired a private investigator." His delivery is the office. Like it reminded me of a comedic moment. In the office, just the way he says it, like yeah, it's I almost like it. it's almost like Dwight, like Rain Wilson from The Office. <laughs> oh yeah, and okay. I just like uh, I don't know. The Office came after this, so maybe they they were inspired by Ben Arthur. Yeah. The American yes, Office. Yes, uh, when when did the British one uh, come out? Two thousand one, I want to say. So this would have been this would have been yeah, after but it, that. But, but I, it's so Dwight though. <laughs> It's so like it's so like specifically Rain Wilson. I don't know. That's just something I thought. <laughs> Nothing rhymes with orange. False. <laughs> Nothing doesn't sound anything like orange at all. Yes, exactly. That that's a lot. That's a line in this movie, right? Oh, and I have here an, <laughs> a, a note that says Arthur is a homosexual carrot top. Oh my god. <laughs> because because of all the props. Because he gives him a dildo. <laughs> bottle of lube <laughs> because he like says yeah here why don't you take this and this lube and shove it up your ass <laughs> he says hold on goes off to get the dildo and the lube and gives it to that's his so, oh my god that's gross oh mariah 
probably use. I think that's the least of our worries in this movie. <laughs> that's actually the first thing she said when this happened. She's like, it looks used. <laughs> probably is. Oh. It was a big one, though. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Well, you know, actually. Oh, here's my next pointless scene. Uh, Arthur is inexplicably vacuuming. Yeah, with his uh, sandals and socks. <laughs> I actually have a note. Blatant Dirt Devil product uh, placement here. That's how they got their money. Their only sponsor. That's how they got their money. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess, I'm guessing that Sam, when he pitched, it was like, look, this movie's going to suck. Uh, so, so what we need is we need... <laughs> We need a we need a product that sucks as much as our product as our product sponsor. Oh Jesus, that's amazing. <laughs> getting this Unpacking movie solved. Getting this, this movie solved. Fucking movie. So Ben gets the shit beat out of him off screen by. Hey, by buddy. Victor's, <laughs> by Victor's little friend, I guess. Um, or by the guy that the priest sets him up with. So, now, I'm, I'm being 100% serious. I think the detective coming up here is actually a legitimate actor. I think okay. he does a fine job. I'm not even joking. You, do, All right. You, do you, are you just Okay. I didn't know. I'm just... go. Over, yeah. All right. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, for better... Damn right, fine. <laughs> Brendan, this movie's making you unnecessarily uh, adversary. Um, but, <laughs> you know what, Nathan? Um, no, but this detective, because Ben's not dead, but he goes up to Victor, and Victor is, like, the worst suspect ever, because he says, <laughs> do you know anything about Ben? And he's like, oh, yeah, he's dead, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, uh, worst, no, he's yeah. not dead, <laughs> he's very much alive, uh, just need to take you downtown now for sure. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't say anything about him being dead, attacked, murdered. Um, I'm actually from the Internal Revenue Service. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just uh, he 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 filed a missing persons report for you. I mean, uh, I I don't know I don't know why you thought he was dead. Uh... <laughs> so um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think we skipped over the part where uh, he's like. Uh... Arthur's walking out of the grocery store, and uh, those t- those people are definitely not in the movie. They're not supposed. to Oh my be. god! It was just a and one shot. Like, just a one and then shot. He's walking out, and he puts the bag like in the weirdest way. Who does that? I tried that. I tried doing it, well, and the not, bag broke. You know, you should explain. You mean like he takes the shopping bag and puts it over it holds it over his shoulder in the most yeah. uncomfortable way it's possible like, put, hold like pretend you're holding a bag like he slung yeah. it over his yeah, shoulder yeah, yeah. like he's moving or something i don't know so my next note is that arthur is jason Bourne. oh god where did he plug those headphones into <laughs> because That's what i want to know because he puts a, a a bug in victor's phone which he somehow knows how to do and then just uh, listens to it in his car on the cheapest the, headphones money can buy. This is like the part where he calls him a cunt. I'm sorry, that's a terrible word, but like, what? What? Yeah, I actually have You're, that. Whoa, he sea bombed yeah, twice. Like, Who did you hire to do that to Ben? You fucking cunt. <laughs> you fucking cunt. <laughs> and then Jeez. they drop. They, yeah. Well, you can't think it's too bad, Mariah. You've already said it twice oh, yeah, now there yourself. You go. <laughs> she. 
Hypocrite. He drops that all day, man. No. Every second word. Victor is Christopher Walken. <laughs> How dare oh, you talk grand. to me like that? <laughs> yeah. This movie oh. is making me warm, but it's probably because it's there's no fans on. <laughs> but uh, hot. Uh, yeah, very much so. Someone gets chloroformed with nail polish uh, remover. To, uh, Arthur does it to the priest because he because he listens yep. into the phone call, finds out the priest is probably behind Ben's beating. Chloroforms the priest. Um, no, he nail polishes removers sorry. the priest. And he says his... Because that is clearly a nail polish remover. Arthur bottle. says his name is Milton Blomquist. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny that they used Milton the whole Paradise uh, Lost I thing. I hope that they didn't know what that meant. <laughs> but I, we've already we've already discussed the uh, uh, the unrecognized genius that's going on in this movie, so I feel they did I that on purpose. Right. So, Nathan, why don't you uh, why don't you tell us the totally sane and uh, level headed thing that Arthur does in response to finding out this information? Where he chloroforms yeah, the priest after that. Kills him. And how does he kill him? What do I got here? Um. Oh, this he he pours he bore, he burns him. He sets him on fucking fire. Yes, because I have the pouring scene is is my note here because the pouring scene took forever. And you can you can clearly hear that he's just pouring it onto the ground. And you can also clearly tell that that's not uh, gasoline. Yeah, it's very obviously water. It's like a milk jug. <laughs> and, and it's it's a it's clear liquid. Yep. I Courage. love that run. I love that run when he runs to the car and like grabs it and then like runs back. Just looking around to make sure. Unless he's pouring, unless he's pouring pure alcohol a, on it. I got a question. Maybe. Why didn't he just leave it outside the door when he went in the first time? <laughs> he didn't know if it was gonna work. <laughs> well, then he could have just taken his bottle and went home. <laughs> I also have a note that's not where he parked. Oh no, actually. Continuity. Well, I'm oh, sure all those man. other cars that were there uh, made it so that he had to park there <laughs> the second time. Now we cut back. I think we cut back uh, to the apartment now. Yeah. And now it's Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow, between yep. the previous scene and this scene, they now have a happy Halloween oh. banner in their house. But right on, the, yeah. the, right on the wall. Arthur Arthur gets Ben from the hospital. Uh, we have this is my other this is my last pointless scene uh, because it's funny because I couch. think that they did that just because <laughs> I think they did that just because they needed to show a passage of time, and the only way they could think of to do a passage of time is to have a holiday occur. Yeah. yeah. I guess so. Um, Rather than just say, "Oh, it's, you're finally getting out of the hospital after like you know." A week or two weeks or whatever. But like he puts him he puts Ben on the couch and Ben's like, I'm not comfortable. Okay, I'll put you on the bed. What was the purpose of that? Oh, that was a purposeless that was scene. 100%. They have two beds. For nothing. No, but they don't. That was just the couch. He just yeah. puts him on the couch and he's like, I'm uncomfortable. Okay, I'll put you on the bed. Okay. <laughs> Why didn't he just put him on the bed in the first place? Here we go. We are at the finale, guys. Oh. Yeah, yeah. We are at the finale. 
And this is where we talked about the actor who couldn't show up. <laughs> yeah, the, the, uh, what did you call him? A holy holy Hitman. Hit <laughs> oh, it would be great if Timothy Oliphant was playing the role. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't get Timothy Oliphant for this movie. So. I don't know, he, do, he does like experimental, uh, you know, filmmaking and, and movies. <laughs> He's okay, a true artiste. So, yeah, Victor goes in. What? <laughs> I said he's a true artiste, and you were like, oh, "Okay, well he goes in." <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. I meant that's every that, word of that. That's that's this movie Basically. essentially. Like, really, it is. It's like you can make a joke, and you're like, "Oh, it's still happening." All right, let's move <laughs> on. <laughs> so. Victor is basically ready to kill everyone. He kills Ben, um, which but Arthur somehow doesn't hear. But before, before that, Holy Hitman's there with him. He's they're there. They're going to do the deed. They get inside the building, and Victor turns to towards the camera, looking off to the, like the left or the right. No, you know he's not talking to anybody and has to say, no, I've changed my mind. I'm going to do this myself. Which tells you the actor who plays Holy Hitman could not make it to set Which that Which now I want to I see a version of that scene with the Holy Hitman there because I want to see him just awkwardly <laughs> standing off to the side while this whole thing like <laughs> un, uh, develops. Yeah. So he kills Ben. He shoots Ben, kills him. Um... Arthur, and we have this weird, like, artsy, slow-mo, shitty fucking editing. <laughs> what? It looked, it looked like a Sega CD full motion video <laughs> death. That's what it looked like. It looked like early FMV uh, from way back in the 90s uh, when, like, any, if anybody's ever played any of those uh, games on either PC or the Sega CD... It, 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 it was grainy, choppy, and shitty. Mm-hmm. So Ben's dead, baby. Ben's dead. And uh, Victor is like... Victor... Fuck! Victor baptizes Arthur in the bathtub. <laughs> in the bathtub. No, but not before he makes him get naked. Ew! And we see his ass and his man pubes. <laughs> I just want to point out that you were the one who was upset about uh, at the prospect. The reason why he made this movie is because he was in uh, other softcore gay erotica and never got to be uh, the, I guess, the protagonist or the one who actually got to fall in love or have sex. But anybody could have sex with him, not just not me. I think he's ugly, (laughs) and I am a woman. That. <laughs> I am leaving. We, no, that we talked about your penis earlier, though. So, so he baptized him. So, thankfully, though, Arthur has another gun in the house. Where do they have all oh, the guns? What happened? I gotta ask. What happened to the good uh, replica? Yeah, I don't know. Cause there's one good one and one shitty gun. Like it is the, the worst gun replica i've ever it looks like uh someone painted uh, a super soaker uh type gun black so it at this point it's probably the most disturbing thing in the whole movie because arthur 
basically channels the ending of Scarface at this point. Did mm. you get that? The whole Michelle, uh, not Michelle. Yes. Pfeiffer, the girl who plays like his, uh, yeah. You want oh, to fuck uh, Elizabeth Masters yeah, and Tony. Yeah, you want to fuck me, Tony? What are you talking? What are you talking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he basically accuses Victor of wanting to be with him. It's upsetting. Because <laughs> they're supposed to be brothers. And Calm down there, yeah. June. <sighs> I'm sorry. Thank you. He when he when Arthur shoots, it's clear that there's like a cigarette in the gun because you see ashes fall out. <laughs> yeah. So that like that makes total sense why it was a super soaker because you could just easily fit a cigarette in there. But I think the one Arthur has looks <laughs> like the gun, doesn't it? No, the, because the gun that they like the uh, I, I they I don't know what happened, but the the first the guns they had like when they shot the when the lawyer lady got shot, and earlier in the movie they look like yeah. replicas. This one here has like this weird sight on it that makes it look like. A gun that you would get as like a super soaker or something in like a dollar store, like at the summertime or something like that, and they just painted it black. I see a shit gun and I want it painted black. <laughs> need to uh, fool the audience. I need it painted black. <laughs> so they kill each other. The end. That lot, like I had no idea. I forgot about that whole scene. In Scarface, so that watching that, I was like, "What?" Yeah, it's almost <laughs> the, the, some of the dialogue is almost identical. I would like to say at this point that I highly recommend this film ten thousand <laughs> percent. If you enjoy having a laugh at terrible filmmaking, this is like the ultimate in terrible this filmmaking. This is a film for you. Oh yes, this this. Even I know uh, you were dreading this, but I know when you watched it, it was great comedy. Oh, we had a we had like I said, we had a blast watching it. Um, and <sighs> I we I couldn't stop laughing. I just could not. This is this is normally um, the point where we say, "Don't take our word for it." Um, but there are no fucking re- fucking take no our fucking critics that yeah, reviewed and, and, this movie. <laughs> absolutely take our word but, for it however i do have i did go to rotten tomatoes and and i i oh okay before that um i will say uh i watched this movie to the bitter end uh in that the i watched all the credits and everything and there's also a stern warning that the fbi investigates uh infringement <laughs> of copyright i did see that there's also when he lists the music used in his film first of all it says music used and it says when all the all the singers died yeah like musicians it has their birth and birth date and death date so that you know that they're in public yeah. domain it's like johann sebastian bach or something and it's like blah 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 to 17 whatever it's like oh okay mm-hmm. all right <laughs> so so you can't sue yeah. us so this is I, I I did go to Rotten Tomatoes and you know there are sometimes there's like those user reviews. Um these this is like this is what I wanted to write down because one of the uh, this is a negative review of it and it's pretty funny. All right. So here we go. This is just not too long. <clears throat> there are only two things worse than death. Torture and Ben and Arthur. I'm a <laughs> I'm a I'm a homosexual. 
and I will probably be the gayest person you will ever meet if you ever met me. And I don't think I've ever been more offended by an entire film than I was by the first five <laughs> than I was by the first five seconds of this film alone. If this movie, if this movie was a, if this movie was a mistake, I will personally find find a, a way to change the famous phrase "It's okay to make mistakes" to "It's okay to make mistakes" unless that mistake was Ben and Arthur. You know how people always say things like "good things come out of everything." I think that Ben and Arthur was primarily invented so that there could be something on this earth that nothing good would ever come out of. To call, to call <laughs> this movie the worst movie I've ever seen would be giving it way too much credit. It's as if it's as if this film were designed just so that it could qualify in a category of its very own. There are good movies, there are bad movies, and then there's Ben and Arthur. This is a bad movie. Ten out of ten. Just kidding. But, but, if we explore some of the undertones that we've unpacked in this podcast... Then it's a five-star movie. It may actually be one of the, uh, yeah, the most secretive, uh, ingenious five-star movie of all time. (laughs) It's it's not. Spoiler alert, it sucks. Mariah, what'd you think of the movie? (laughs) It's... It was. It looked less like a high school, like project. Like it was just bad. Oh yeah, definitely. It was like it was. Yeah, it was like a first year film student project. It's like a first year film student project that would get like a C minus. Wait, and also in the credits he mentioned that he what uh, camera he used. Oh, and we looked up the camera, and it's absolute shit. Yeah, it's a shit. Porno camera. There we go. Yes, it's yeah. porno camera. That's right. Well. That was Ben and Arthur. Um, plugs? Um, Montrose Monkington the third, uh, so we can all laugh again. Uh, we can all get a smile on our face at the exploits uh, and the adventures of a British monkey puppet. Um, there's been a lack of content in the last couple weeks, uh, but that is going to be remedied shortly. Uh, he's starting um, well with the coverage of the Extreme Rules pay per view by the WWE. Uh, Montrose will be covering he, he that, cover that. Uh, so check out yes. <laughs> right, check out his YouTube channel uh, Montrose Monkington TV, uh, or you can find him on Facebook Montrose Monkington the Third Esquire and Friends. Very good, very well. Now, I gotta, yep. uh, do, do you uh, do you have anything to tell us about uh, come up? Um, yeah, I'll give you a hint here. Timothy Oliphant is the sanest person in the movie. Very good. All right. So, you got any, uh... Well, first of all, before you ask me a question, because I know you probably have a question in mind. Oh, boy, uh, howdy do I. I want to thank Mariah for coming by. Her bringing, bringing her giant penis. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, well, we know it's such it's such a trip for her to get there. Like she has to go, travel a long ways to get yeah, to the place. Yeah, I mean, you know, it took. Yeah. I mean, when you're dragging that gigantic schlong it's behind a, you, too. A, trust me, it's a lot of work. You, you know, she does own it's impressive. She, she does I, I, own a wheelbarrow for a reason. Oh my god. <laughs> so, wow. ask away, my friend. Well. In a movie, about a movie, 
that was clearly um, made by a developmentally challenged first-year film student, where the gayest person is supposed to be the straightest person, who is also some sort of Noah gathering two of all cats and dogs, where there is a negative integer to represent the chemistry between the two protagonists and uh, their affection towards each other. In a movie where Vermont uh, is filled with uh, beautiful Spanish architecture and palm trees, and people can fly FedEx to get to California from Vermont, and where people wear suit jackets to the poolside, where uh, guns that look like super soakers are apparently legitimate, where uh, a, a trans lawyer is just dismissed, and we, we under, come to understand that, uh, that, that one of the main characters who was supposedly hetero was not hetero because we find out that his ex-wife, and indeed, was a man that has now become a woman. I just, I need to know... Oh, what were they thinking? 